So we are so blessed that we have another preacher in the house. We've been hearing a bit from lately. It's been such a blessing. So we are going to again welcome our good friend, brother, Nate Terry. Come on up, Nate. Praise the Lord, everybody. Yes. Thank God. Thank God for Pastor Mike um, for such a short notice call, but that's okay. Uh, we're always willing and able to uh, do whatever God calls us to do. Amen? Amen. This is becoming my normal place. <laughs> but thank God. Thank God. So I just got out of jail. Thank you. Uh, just had a Holy Ghost good time in the Lord, so thank God for that. Uh, I love doing prison ministry, love pouring into people's lives or, you know, imparting truth you know, or imputing, imputing truth into people's lives. That's important to me. It's uh, what I'm called to do, so I thank God for that. Uh, thank God for Relevant Faith family. It's a blessing to be a part of this good home church. Amen? Amen. Somebody like it. <laughs> I do, that's for sure. So I definitely want to uh, ask that you would pray with me as we go before the Lord, and I'll be giving you what God has gave me to give to you, okay? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your engrafted word that's able to save our very soul. God, we just thank you for this day, for another day that you allow us to worship and to serve you in spirit and in truth, O oh God. God, we just thank you for your word, oh God, speaks to our hearts that our souls might live and that we are able to apply this word to our life, oh God, so we can be stronger in you and in the power of your might. This we pray in Jesus' name. Let every heart say amen. Amen. So I want to invite your attention to a couple of different scriptures, those of you that brought your Bible. I want to read something to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. And then I'm going to be reading Psalms 46 and 1. Psalms 46 and 1. Give me a second here. I want to get to that so I can turn to it. Okay. Give me one moment, please. Okay. The first one says in 2 Corinthians... Chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. It said, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Then it goes on to say, for we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. Now, the other verse in Psalms 46 and 1 says this. For God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Uh, and both verses talked about something interesting, talked about something called trouble in both scriptures that I read. In Psalms 46 and 1, it talked about trouble, but also in 2 Corinthians, it said that we were troubled on every side. So trouble 
is here. Trouble is everywhere. You will not get around trouble. The interesting thing is when I look this up in the Bible, the word trouble was in the Bible and it was in there 110 times. And in one verse, it was twice in one verse. So it was 110 times in the Bible, the word trouble. Isn't that interesting? One scripture in the book of Job, it says this. It says that a man is born of a woman and of a few days full of trouble. That's what the Bible says. A man is born of a woman and of a few days full of trouble. So trouble is not something that we can get around. When I looked up the word trouble, here's what it means. It means this. Catch this real good. Trouble means to be pressed hard or pulled apart or stretched or afflicted. So if I'm troubled, I'm stretched. I'm pulled apart. I'm afflicted, right? It says to be pressed hard like grapes. You know, whenever they make wine, you have to press those grapes to get the wine out of the grapes. So that's what trouble is like. Trouble is like pressing you. It's like stretching you. A lot of times we think trouble is just bad for us because when we encounter trouble. But the interesting thing is, is that you're going to face trouble throughout this life. If I asked everybody in this room to show a raise of hand, whoever faced trouble, every hand in the room would go up, right? Because everybody, two hands here, everybody faced trouble. Everybody faced trouble. And the interesting thing is everybody is pulled apart. Everybody is stretched. You're going to be stretched through this life. You're going to be afflicted through this life. But the good news is the Bible said God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. So while you're in the trouble, God is your helper. While you're in trouble, not before you go into the trouble or after you come out of the trouble, God will be your present help while you're in the trouble. You will not get around trouble. You will always experience some type of trouble. Some of you had trouble this week. Some of you had trouble this morning. Are you listening to me? So trouble is something that we all will face, you know, but the good news is that we have a God who specializes in trouble. He specializes in troubled situations. As we look all throughout the Bible, we'll see. Do you remember when the children of Israel were running from uh, the Egyptian army and they found themselves with their back against the water or they were faced? You had the soldiers coming against them and then you had a body of water. That looks like a troubled situation, doesn't it? But we know what God did. God parted the Red Sea. And so that they could walk on dry ground. And so God dealt with their troubled situation. The one that I heard the most in the Bible that talked about trouble, do you know it was King David? King David got in a lot of trouble being king. And he was always praying to God, deliver me out of my trouble, Lord. Lord, help me with my trouble situation. Because most of the times the word trouble is mentioned in the Bible, is mentioned in the Psalms. You know, where King David was always talking about his troubles. But the good news is that God always made a way to deal with the trouble. And just like if we ask ourselves the question, how many times have God dealt with our troubles? You know, because we get in some troubled situations, don't we? But God still deals with our trouble. 
Sometimes, I mean, there's so many things that you can deal with. In my personal life, most of you heard my story. Most of my life, I've been in trouble. Mm-hmm. From a little boy to adulthood, I was always finding myself in trouble. You know, 11 years old in the juvenile, you know, jail as a juvenile. 12 years old, juvenile jail again. 13 years old, juvenile prison. You know, and all the way into adulthood. I found myself in trouble all the time. But the good news is, God is a good God. And even though I found myself in trouble, God came in my troubled situation and worked it out. Because God is such a great God. God will work out our troubles. He'll work out our troubles. We always want to run from the trouble. We don't want to go through the trouble. But sometimes we need to be stretched. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to be pulled apart. Sometimes we need that. We need that in our lives to make us stronger. Sometimes we need to be afflicted. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like, oh, I don't want to be afflicted. No, sometimes we need to be afflicted because it makes us better. It makes us stronger. All the years I spent in that cell, I spent a decade in a cell my last time, right? All those years, they hurt. It was painful to spend a decade in a cell. That was painful. But it made me, it made me the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. It molded me into the man that I am today. All of that time made me a better man. It made me not to snap so quick, not to go off at the first thing smoking. It made me a better man. But while I was going through it, it didn't seem like it. Are you listening to me? While I was fighting that battle, it seemed like it was taking forever. Ten years seemed like a hundred years. That's what it seemed like I did. A hundred years. But God had a plan. God was making me better, and I didn't even know it. So a lot of times when we're going through a troubled situation, we don't understand that God is making us better through the trouble. That's why we're being pulled apart. That's why we're being stretched. That's why. God is allowing us to go through the trouble to make us better. Most people will tell you that whatever they went through in God, I'm talking about people that live for God, that thing that they went through caused them to live better. It caused them to think better. It caused them to be better because they, they were allowed to go through something. God allows us to go through. And sometimes we put ourselves in trouble. We get ourselves in a lot of trouble, don't we? That didn't even come our own way. We caused the trouble. We caused it. And then when we caused it, we want God to get us out of it. <laughs> because we caused it. We made the choice. We chose to put ourselves in this situation. But then we like, Lord, please help me. You know? And God will help us. One time I heard a preacher preached. And it was a woman of God. She preached the story. And then in the story, she was talking about us being in God's hand. Now, I'm going to share the story that she talked about. She said that we're always in the hand of God. And just like this, I got my ring, and my ring is in my hand. So I'm always in the hand of God. And sometimes God will allow, this is me, the ring, and I'm in God's hand. And sometimes God will allow trouble to come my way, and God will just let everybody see what I'm going through. He'll allow it to be seen. Are you listening to me? He'll allow everyone to see it. 
but I'm in the hand of God. Are you hearing me? But then other times, God will close his hand, right? And everyone don't get to see the trouble that I'm experiencing. Everyone don't get to see what I'm going through. But yet and still, I'm in the hand of God. So what we must understand is no matter if everyone sees it or no one sees it, we're still in God's hand and no one can pluck us out. No one has the power or the ability to take us out of his hand. Amen. Amen. So in that, in saying that, we can rest assured and we can be confident of this very thing that even though we're going through some type of trouble, that God has us. God has us in his hand. And even though he allow us to go through it, no matter what it may be, and it can be something insurmountable, it can be something horrible, but God will allow us to go through it. And it becomes uh, where well, we become better. I ministered this week to a woman out at the jail. She's facing a lot of time. She's facing about 40 years in prison. And this really is hurting her. And I understand that. But she did the crime. So she's probably going to have to do the time. And it's painful. And all I can do is try to encourage her because she's in a troubled situation. But all I can do is tell her that even in this situation, God can bless you. Even in this situation, it can be one of the best things that ever happened to you. Are you listening to me? See, some of you don't understand that because you're like, 40 years? How that's going to be the best thing ever happened to me? Well, they told me 22 years, and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because it caused me to think. It caused me to think. It caused me to, to, to seek God out. It caused me to walk with God. Because I was incarcerated, I actually had time to think. Thank God for my beautiful daughter being here. She looks like she's thinking this morning. But, but it caused me to think. It actually caused me to think on my ways. It caused me to think on the things of God. It caused me to seek God out, even though I was in a troubled situation. So God is our refuge and strength. This Bible said this. It said, we're troubled on every side. Now, that means troubles in front of me, troubles behind me, troubles on both sides of me. We're troubled on every side, but not distress. Are you listening to me? Now, if the Bible said I'm troubled on every side, guess what? I'm troubled on every side, yet not distress. So in other words, I'm not held captive by the trouble that's all around me. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Even though troubles in every situation, in my front, in my side, and on this side, in my back, but I'm not distressed. I am not stressed out because of the trouble. Mm-hmm. I am not depressed because of the trouble. I am not in failure because of the trouble. Because I have a God that's greater than any trouble that's around me. Are you listening to me? I have a God that's greater than any trouble that's around me. Sometimes we go through trouble, and you know the first thing we do? I ain't going to church. No, but the devil is a liar. Huh? I done been to church troubled a many a days, sitting there. And then when I got there to the house of God, and Pastor Mike preached the word that brought deliverance to the trouble that I was going through. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
So now I run the church when I'm going through something. Yes, church is the place to be, isn't it? You want to come and get a word from the Lord. You want to come and get a word from God when you're in trouble. Because you're going to be faced with some trouble regardless. Everyone, no one is shunned from trouble. Every one of us, the little babies. The Bible said if a man is born of a woman in a few days full of trouble, that means you got trouble as a little kid. As a little kid, you fall down. You bust your knee riding your bike. You got some trouble. Here they come. Yeah, mama. You know, kids is having trouble, right? Even the little ones have trouble. Yeah. So all of your life, you're going to be faced with some type of trouble. You're going to be stretched. You're going to be pulled apart. But you can rest assured that God will see you through your trouble. I'm a living witness that God can see you through all of your troubles. He can see you through the troubles, through the troubled times. I remember uh, I was going through a situation one time where I couldn't pay the bills. I was struggling. This before I, you know, at the job I am now, but I was really, really struggling. And I didn't tell nobody because I'm not the type that, you know, I go to you with my problem and, and you know, I need help. And can you give me, you know, $1,000? I'm not that guy. But I do go to the Lord. Are you hearing me? And I'm like, Lord, Lord, I need you. Now, you see my situation. I know you didn't do it, God. But will you help me, please? I'm in this situation. Why are you doing me like this? You promised. And I get in church <laughs> after yelling at God and talking crazy to God. And someone hands me an envelope that I didn't even ask for. And it's just the amount that I needed to take care of the situation. And then now I felt guilty. Like, God, I'm sorry, Lord. You know, because see, God had already worked it out. Did you hear the scripture said he's a very present help in trouble? He's a very present help in trouble. Even when you're not thinking about what God has already done. God then already moved on your behalf. But you're worried about it. That's why the scripture said we're troubled on every side but we're not distressed. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? We're troubled on every side, but we're not depressed. I refuse to be depressed. I refused. If anything was going to depress me, it should have been prison, right? Right? But I'm not depressed. In fact, I think I'm one of the most happiest men on the planet. <laughs> now, the scripture says, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. It says, we are perplexed, but not in despair. Now, look what perplexed means. Perplexed means I have nothing. I don't know what to do. I have no decision. I am perplexed because I have nothing. Right? I got nothing. I can't make any decisions. Lord, I don't know what to do. But even in that situation, I am not in despair because God has everything. He has everything I need. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It may look like I don't have enough food. It may look like I don't have enough money. It may look like I don't have a job. I don't know which direction to go in. But I'm not in despair because I'm serving the true and the living God. So my circumstances do not determine who I am or whose I am. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
not my circumstance because I'm serving a God that can do anything but fail. And he won't fail me. He's promised he will never leave us or forsake us. That's what he promised. That's in his word. He promised that to us. He will never leave us, nor he will ever forsake us. That means that he won't turn his back on us and he won't let us down. Now, people will do that. You can expect people to leave you. You can expect that, you know, but God is in a class all by himself. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So even though I'm perplexed and I don't know what to do, but I can go to God because he knows exactly what to do. So even though I'm perplexed, I'm not in despair. Even though I can have no money, but I'm not in despair because God owns everything. The Bible said he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Now that's a lot, right? But God owns it all. So everything that I need, God has it. Everything that I've ever needed, God has it. So even though I'm perplexed, but not in despair. I may be persecuted for being who I am. For belonging to God, I may be persecuted. I'm not going to be persecuted just because of my color. No, the devil is a lie. Mm-mm. God ain't into that. But I'm going to be persecuted because of who I am in God. Because of what I stand for in him. That's what I'll get persecuted for. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I will be persecuted because of who I am in Christ. That will bring me persecution. But even though I'm persecuted, I'm not forsaken. Are you hearing me? God doesn't turn his back on me because I get persecuted. Some people die through their persecution. Do you know that? Believers die. Some believers get killed. But that's not the end of it. That was just their season. That was just their time. But it doesn't end nothing because we came here to die. All of us are going to exist living in this life, in this journey, in this earth one day. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that God forsakes us because we die. Because when we came here, we came here with a purpose in the earth. And God has allowed us to live out that purpose. And then when that purpose is over, we no longer cease to exist in the earth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, God said he doesn't forsake us. And then, then the last part of that verse said, we're cast down, but we're not destroyed. So we can be cast down. Things could not go our way. Things could be trouble for us. Things could be hard for us. Now, don't just think because you get saved, everything is going to turn out perfect. It doesn't work that way. Everything is not always perfect. Every I is not dotted and every T is not crossed because we get saved. We still have to go through this journey. We're living in a life where all kind of stuff is going on. But the Bible says this. It says where sin doth abound, grace doth much more abound. So no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're faced with, we have a God. We have a God who's the problem solver working on our behalf, no matter what we face. So even when you're faced with trouble and the trouble is all around, the trouble is here. We can't get around the trouble. It's here. 
We're going to be faced with the trouble. But we can rest assured that we have God on our side. That God is working it out for our good. He's working out our troubles for our good. There's an old song that they used to sing at my church, old Pentecostal church. And it said, trouble don't last always. Huh? Some of you remember that song. Trouble don't last. I'm not a good singer. <laughs> trouble don't last always. I'm so glad. Yes. Yes. And that's what it's saying because trouble doesn't last always. It doesn't last forever. Trouble comes and it goes. But trouble is not meant to take me out. Sometimes trouble is good for you. Sometimes trouble is good for us. But we are not, we ought not, if that's a way to say it, pardon my, my, uh, my urban vernacular, <laughs> right? Sometimes we ought not to fight it when it comes because sometimes we need it to make us better. So we got to acknowledge the fact that we're going to experience trouble. So when trouble comes, I, ah, no, you should expect it some trouble because it's coming. If you're not going through it now, guess what? It's on the way. It's coming. And you seem like you get through that one thing, brother. You get through that, right? And then this other stuff just waiting around the corner. Because you're happy because you got through that, right? You got through it, you're happy. Oh, man, I can't believe I got through that. And then here's this other thing looking you right in your face. But the same God that delivered you from that thing can deliver you from the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. All you got to do is look for the exit sign because it's a way out. Look for the exit sign because it's a way out. God will bring you out of it and you'll be looking good when you come out. When you come out, you'll come out looking good, especially when you're serving God, especially when you have a committed relationship with him. Notice, and I didn't, I didn't just say relationship, and I'm adamant about this, but committed relationship. Big difference, isn't it? Hmm? If Mike was just in a relationship with you, it wouldn't be the same as him being married to you because marriage is the commitment. That means he committed his life to you. That's a little sidebar. But, but there's a difference in commitment than relationship, isn't it? If I committed myself to you, then I'm committed. But if I'm just in a relationship, that might not work too good. It may, it may not. But if I commit myself, then that means I give my everything to you. I committed myself. I committed my way. I committed my thinking. I committed my heart to you. Hmm? So... As long as I'm committed to God and I have this committed relationship, he's working it out for my good. All things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are the called according to his purpose. The Bible said this, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. That shows commitment. I'm committed to God no matter what I go through because we'll be faced with some stuff, won't we? Sometimes we're faced with stuff, and I know often we don't talk about things at church, 
But there's people at church that's dealing with smoking. There's people at church that's dealing with lying. There's people at church that's dealing with alcohol. There's people with church that are dealing with drugs. Look at you looking at me, right? But people are dealing with stuff, right? Trouble. But the good news is that we have a God. He's the deliverer. He's the savior. He's the sanctifier. He's the keeper. And he could take it away. He could deliver you from anything. Anything. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. I've been walking with God about 26, 27 years now. And don't think that in those 27 years, I wasn't fighting for my life. The whole 27. Are you hearing me? Don't think that stuff didn't come up in my life. That I just showed up and I looked this good. I look good, of course. But it took a while to get here. I'm still being made new, new. You know the story. Still being made new even to this day. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because God is the author and the finisher of my faith. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. So whatever trouble you're faced with today and any other day, God is your refuge and God is your strength. That means that he's your covering. He's your house. He's your place of safety. He's your refuge. And then he's your might. He's your strength. In trouble. While you're in trouble, God is still your might. And he is still your covering. God is your strength this morning. He wants you to understand that no matter what trouble you face, I got you. You're in the palm of my hand. I got you. You just have to believe I got you. You have to believe that I have you in the palm of my hand. And no one has the power to take you out. No one. I'm in his hands. I'm in God's hands. So God wanted us to know that today. Though no matter what the trouble is, no matter what trouble we face, God has us in his hands. You know, even though trouble's all around us, God has us in the palm of his hands. He's certainly a mighty good God. A mighty good God. The interesting thing is about trouble, uh, I've learned to accept it when it comes. I learn to own it when I'm dealing with it. You know, a lot of times we don't like to own what we're dealing with or what we caused. I've learned to own it. If I've done it, I'm going to own it. I'm not going to fight. I'm caught. I'm caught. Right? A lot of times we don't own it. No! Yeah, you did it. <laughs> you did it. No! You know, I've learned to own it. You're better off when you own it. Then you saying, no, that, you know, no, you know that's you. You know, you know, it's kind of like, you know, watching my children and sometimes they do things, they do bad things. And I'll be like, I wonder where they get that from. <laughs> where did that come from? Uh, that was me. <laughs> you can see it in your kids, right? Right? But then you doubt it. You're like, oh, how did they get like that? What are they thinking? 
you know, yeah, they chip off the old block. Chip off the old block. But the good thing is we need to understand that when we're in trouble, that we can go to God when we're faced with some type of trouble because we're not going to get around trouble. We're going to have trouble. But the good news is we got a God that we can go to. The most earnest thing I learned about my commitment and my relationship with him is this. All the years that when I was gangbanging and doing drugs and, and shooting and killing and doing all those different things that I had nothing to go to. When I done those things, it was just done. But when I got saved, I had a God that I can get on my knees and go to when I was faced with something. And I can say, God, help me. I need your help. I can't do this without you. You know where I'm weak. God, you know where I'm strong, but you also know where I'm weak. I need you. Will you help me, please? Please, God, I need you. And guess what? Every time, every single time, he has helped me. Every time. Are you listening to me? Every time I got in some trouble, he was there. He was actually there before I got into trouble. But he heard my cry and delivered me from my troubles. And some troubles, God let me go on through them troubles so I could be a better man, so he can receive the glory. So troubles here, troubles everywhere. You won't get around. Trouble ain't going to just disappear. Perish the thought. It's not going to disappear. It's going to be there. But you have a God that holds you in his hand while you're in trouble and can deliver you from the trouble that you're faced with. I came in peace, people of God. God bless you.